Hallelujah. Beloved, I have a word this morning for you entitled, Jesus is my shepherd. Jesus is my shepherd. But beloved, I realize that we could take possession of, 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 of it when it becomes personal. We could take possession of this statement that Jesus is our our shepherd when it becomes personal when we personalize it when we speak this to our lives i want us all in unison and say this louder jesus jesus is my shepherd let us all repeat it again jesus 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 is my shepherd. Is my shepherd. Beloved, this uh, word shepherd, we could also identify with it in our responsive scripture reading uh, from Psalm 23. Uh, David, King David, who wrote that psalm, King David, from uh, research, uh, uh, is coming up that he wrote most of the uh, of the books in the psalm. King David in Psalm 23, his, he made this confession. King David spoke this statement in Psalm 23 that the Lord is my shepherd. Why David could have said the Lord was my shepherd. But David did not say the Lord was his shepherd. David said the Lord is. Let's look, let's place much emphasis. Let's stress more on the word is here. David was saying uh, the Lord is his shepherd, which is what continues. Meaning the Lord will be his shepherd until what? Eternity. The Lord will be his shepherd when he made that confession. The Lord was going to be his shepherd even going forward in the future. And the Lord was going to be his shepherd until eternity when he goes to be with the Lord. Because rather David could have said, the Lord was my shepherd. But that would have represented a statement describing the past something that God had done in the life of David in the past David realized that even as Apostle Paul said in Acts chapter 17 verse 28 he said in him we live in him we move and in him we have our being apostle paul even as david confessing that the lord is a shepherd was saying that in jesus we live in jesus we move and in jesus we have our being meaning everything about our lives is is ordered by Jesus. Jesus is the overseer of our life. Jesus leads and guides us from darkness into light. Jesus delivers us. Jesus saves us. Jesus plans our lives and Jesus provides and supplies for us. The shepherd is one that has been appointed oh, to be over sheep and we all know that sheep are animals and but they were very 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 um very known 
in scriptures. And Jesus most of the time had compared himself to a shepherd, an overseer of sheep. Beloved, Psalm 23, I believe, was a confession that King David wrote. Maybe he was confessing about something that was that he that has gone through in his life. Something, a situation that God has brought him out of, just like most of us have been through a predicament before. Even as I was sharing my testimony about my experiences at the airport when uh, the, 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 the attendants were planning for us to leave on Saturday. Beloved, I realized that God, King David was confessing, has brought him maybe out of a trial, out of a tribulation, out of a temptation, a challenge, or a difficult time. And that gave King David the, the assurance that God, who is the Lord of, over his life, was his shepherd. Beloved, whatever situation you might be going through this hour, this psalm is for you. Psalm 23 is for you. And so your assignment when you go home throughout the whole week uh, is kind of process and, and, and meditate on Psalm 23 and let that psalm marinate in your soul. Let that psalm marinate in your spirit. Let that psalm marinate in your heart to bless you. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15 to 16. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15 oh, to 16. So uh, Hebrew, this, uh, this scripture which was uh, written by Apostle Paul, he was saying that we have not a high priest we, who is Jesus. This high priest here, it represents Jesus, our Lord. The Apostle Paul was saying that he was talking to us in this scripture that we have a high priest in Jesus, but this high priest, he is touched by our weaknesses. He is touched by our, when we go through problems, when we go through situations, when we are in need or we lack, Jesus is touched by our, our needs. Jesus is a high priest. Who is touched by our problems, by our situations? Why? Because he walked through this earth like a man. The word of God says, Jesus came in the form of a man. He was he as a God came through the womb of a woman. He was a man, hundred percent man and hundred percent God. But he sinned not, even in his nature as a man. So he has been blessed. His father God has given him all the authority. He is seated at the right hand side of the Father and he is interceding for you and I that our needs be met that we find grace with God the Father. That word of God says uh, there is no name above the name of Jesus. The, and the mention of his name, uh, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess uh, that he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Powers in the heavens, powers on earth, powers beneath the earth, powers in the seas, powers in the rivers, powers subdue and bow down. 
to the name Jesus. Beloved, many believers today, we are experiencing crisis over crisis. Many of us today, many believers, many people that call themselves as Christians, many people that say they are followers of Jesus, we are experiencing crisis over crisis. We are experiencing failure one failure to another failure in our life we are failing all around our lives but we're looking and comparing our lives to the word of god our lives is to show people that have inherited the promises of god our lives should show what the word of god talks about children of god our lives should show that we are victorious, that we have found joy, that we have found happiness in Jesus. But it is not so. Many of us, and not just in this church, but you could look at the people that call themselves believers in Christ, and you see that they're experiencing crisis over crisis, failing from one to the other. Our lives are not showing as a, a, a people that are victorious because Jesus has made us victorious. Our lives is not showing the promises that the Bible talks about. But why is this so? Because we are not trusting and clinging unto God. Our lives is showing crisis and crisis and failure because we are not trusting and clinging unto God. What do I mean by clinging? Clinging means holding on to something. Holding on unto God and going everywhere with God. Holding that, knowing that He is your one and only. Knowing that, that, that's perceiving God as the only one that the, the life trait of your life hangs on. That everywhere you go, you go with God. You depend solely, absolutely on God. That is the way of trusting and clinging on Him. Many of us would trust in the American dream, which is the big houses, the nice and flashy cars, the money and the wealth. But beloved, I, I, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Our, our Bible do not say anything wrong with riches. Our Bible do not say anything wrong with prosperity. Our Bible do not say anything wrong with blessings. But where lies the problem? When these things take the place of God in our lives, we experience defeat. When this riches, this wealth, when this uh, 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 flashy cars, uh, this expensive jewel, all these uh, uh, blessings uh, we are seeking for, all these riches and wealth we are seeking for, when they take the place of God in our life, when we put them fresh before God, then we will experience what defeat, uh, then we experience crisis, uh, then we experience what failure, because God should be number one factor in everything we do. God should be the number one factor in our lives as Christians and believers. Because what? We cannot live life outside God and expect Him to bless us. We cannot live life outside God. 
outside the confines of God. We cannot go out of God and do anything we want and how we want it and expect God to bless us. That is what that means. Many of us uh, sometimes uh, we might be blessed driving in nice and flashy cars. We might be looking good at the outside. Everything around about us might look nice and flashy. We have a, a yard more nicely when anybody drives by our houses. The houses might be looking nice and flashy, you know, with the malls looking green and decorations, you know. It's ah, oh, this house is nice. That's how I, I make some of us our houses look like. But beloved. When the Lord look into your soul, there might be cracks and crevices. And very soon, it's going to be erupting like a volcano, like an earthquake. And that will be causing us our relationship. That will be causing us our ministry, our career, or our business. Many we might be looking nice on the outside. We might be looking good. Our house, our environment, everything around us might be looking good. But when God sees into our person, when God sees into our souls, there might be cracks. There might be crevices. When we are, when we don't take care of it, very soon it's gonna erupt like an earthquake. And we all know what earthquake does. When you have a seen earthquake being shown on TV, you see the buildings coming down, collapsing all over the place. Chaos, confusion, pandemonium all over the place when there's an earthquake. Why? Beneath everything else, beneath the earth, there was cracks. Beneath the earth, there was crevices that no one saw it until the earthquake erupted. That is what God sees in our lives. Now, if we don't take care of it, that is what we are going to be experiencing. It's going to cost us our relationships. It's going to cost us our ministry. And it's going to cost us our business or our finances. You might be dealing with anger. You might be dealing with issues. And deep down in your heart, deep down in your spirit, deep down in your soul, that needs to be taken care of by the power of the Holy Spirit. Four million people, whether it been in a year, go through searching the internet for answers to what problems they're experiencing. Hacks, the deepest hacks and language in their heart uh, that they have no understanding about. They are looking to the internet uh, for answers to these problems. Worldwide, but deliverance uh, comes from the power of the Holy Ghost. 22 million Americans, uh, which is about 7% of the nation's population, uh, struggle with what? Depression. 22 million Americans, about 7% of the nation's population, struggle with depression. 36,000 commit suicide each year. Statistics and research is pointing out and indicating that 36,000 Americans commit suicide each year. And we could all see it even with a rich... Uh, 
They are committing suicide all around. The actors, the rich, the rich folks all around us. Many that are well to do, their riches could not save them from the challenges they are experiencing deep down in your heart. Beloved, an estimated 40 million people in the U.S. feel trapped or crippled by fear. An estimated 40 million people in the U.S. feel trapped or crippled by fear with their prisoners of their own anxieties. And this has pushed many in our society today to be involved in addictive behaviors such as drugs and alcohol, pornography, sexual immorality, and entertainment of diverse kinds to make us feel happy. We are indulging all these, including entertainment of diverse kinds, not, 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 not even perceiving how it will hurt our work with the Lord. Just things we want to be involved in to make us feel happy inside. The new surgeon, uh, uh, generous report says that the taxpayers, including you and I, we paid $442 billion annually on drug and alcohol treatment. Americans spend about $120 billion annually on entertainment, things to make us feel happy. Pornography costs $97 billion annually. And in comparison, this is enough to feed at least 4.8 billion people that are hungry around the world a day. That much money being spent on pornography alone annually, $97 billion, is enough to feed the world's poorest and the world's most hungry about 4.8 billion people a day. But guess what? How much do we spend on God? An estimated 50 billion was church contribution to support the gospel and save souls for Christ. Just imagine the difference signifying how much we love God and depend on God. Beloved, out of 80 people that confess to be Christians or believers, only 20% support the church so you pick any church uh, it, whatever the the population whatever the number of of that church is it is only 20 percent that supports the church with their all with their time with their money and with the sacrifice to make sure the church or the work of god is going on my question to you is, is it automatic that we can live our lives anyhow as Christians and take possession of the Lord as our shepherd? Can we live our life anyhow we want it, but then confess that the Lord is our shepherd and then receive the many blessings that comes from the Lord being our shepherd? Even as King David wrote Psalm 23. For Jesus to be your shepherd, you ought to be like a blind person. Why? Because a blind person needs help and have to depend on someone for help. A blind person have to depend on somebody to help them see. A blind person have to depend on somebody to lead and guide them safely, including providing what? Security for them. 
The Lord could not be our shepherd or Jesus could not be our shepherd except through the activities of the Holy Ghost. When we allow the Holy Ghost to be our helper, our comforter, then he brings us to a place of stillness, a place of quietness, a place of peace. The word of the Lord be blessed. Let's give the Lord all the blessed, all the glory. Let us magnify the name of the Lord. Beloved, and for Jesus to be your shepherd, if you have been watching this broadcast, if this message has blessed your life, I want to talk to you to accept this Jesus in your life as your Lord and personal Savior. For Jesus to be your shepherd, for you to receive the blessings of the Lord. The word of God says in, Psalm, in, in Matthew chapter 6, 33, it says, Seek your faith, the kingdom of God, and its righteousness, which is heavenly way of doing things. And all these things, the blessings that you have been seeking for, all the riches, the wealth, the good, the, the flashing nice cars, the money you have been seeking for shall be added unto you. Beloved, I have a question for you. If you were to die right now as you watch this message, a minute from now, could you sincerely tell me where your soul will be? Whether you're going to end up in heaven in eternity or you're gonna end up in hell beloved our bible let us know hell and heaven hell is meant for satan and his demons at the end of time and heaven is meant for those that receive salvation and walk with the lord meaning you're gonna enjoy life here on earth and also experience life eternity beloved if you want to accept Jesus this afternoon as you watch this message, I want you to repeat after me, word after word. If anybody in the service also want to experience Jesus or accept him as his Lord and personal Savior, let us all join together and, and recite this salvation prayer. Dear Jesus, I thank you for saving me. I thank you for dying on the cross. To, and you have forgiven me of my sins. I believe that you are the Son of God. You died on Calvary Cross. And on the third day, you were resurrected by the power of the Holy Spirit. Seated on the right hand side of the Father in the heavenish, interceding for me. I invite you, dear Jesus into my heart to be my Lord and personal Savior and I'll serve you Lord Jesus for the rest of my life I declare you saved who is watching me now and I've recited this prayer in faith and in sincerity I declare you saved and angels in the heavenlies are rejoicing for your salvation. I also want you to say a little prayer because now the Spirit of God has been shown in your heart to disclose Jesus to you. Say a little prayer and ask the Spirit of God to lead you to a spiritual Bible-believing church. And when you go declare yourself to the leadership that you have received Jesus in your heart and want to fellowship and want to and want to develop your salvation 
and grow spiritually in that church. But if you are watching us, watching this broadcast, and you live anywhere here in California, Moreno Valley City, we invite you also to come and be part of our service. Our address and our website information you need to locate us will be in the face of the screen for you to pick up and, and look for us. If you live in this city, Moreno Valley, Riverside County in California, Southern California. But beloved, also there's one more thing to do. Look for a Bible and read the Gospels, which is Matthew, Luke and John, and it will speak more to you about this, the life of this Jesus you have accepted in your life to bless you. I also want to speak to you, anyone watching this broadcast right now, wherever you are watching this broadcast, I want to lift you into the hands of the Lord. I want to lift your spirit, soul, mind, heart, your entire body into the hands of the Lord this hour. That the peace that I spoke about will be released into your life. That Jesus, by His power, will release peace that surpasses all understanding. The power of the Holy Ghost release peace into your life this hour. If you want to agree with me in faith, you could touch the screen of your TV or whatever medium you are watching this broadcast through. You could touch the screen to agree with me in faith uh, that the power of the Holy Ghost has speaking in your life. Uh, touch you, locate you wherever you are. Break and destroy every activity of demons uh, that is causing you to experience fear, causing you to experience anxiety, and it's spirit of depression, suicide uh, that have uh, been released to operate in your life. Uh, I speak that the power of the Holy Ghost move into your life now, shall I destroy, set you free uh, from anything that the enemy has held you bound with uh, that is causing you challenge and trial and tribulation, uh, that chaos, confusion, disturbance, uh, this other destruction, uh, any demonic work, demonic plan, demonic performance assigned to cause fear in your life, anxiety, depression, suicide. The Spirit of God move and shatter those holes in your life in the name of Jesus. I speak that the power of the Holy Ghost release peace, kindness, tranquility in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to write to me through our address, website, Email letting me know your testimony and what the Lord has done in your life uh, through this message. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. God bless you. I pray that you have been truly, truly, truly blessed by the word that you have just heard, that it has inspired you and encouraged you. Not only that, it has increased your faith. Amen. At this time, we're reaching out to you for your financial support to help us to reach more people, to reach the less fortunate, and to those who are in need. You can find our information on the screen. You can log on to www.lightwaychurch.com or you can send your checks or money orders to 14910 Paris Boulevard, Suite 81 in Moreno Valley, California, 92553. 
as you are preparing your financial seed, I'm asking you not to just throw your seed. Just don't put it in the mail and, 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 and that's it. No, I want you to speak a word of prayer over your seed. What is it that you're believing God to do in your life? That is what I want you to wrap your need around that seed that you are sending. The Bible declares in John chapter 14, verse 13, it says, and whatever you ask in my name, talking about, our Father, amen, that I will do that the Father may be glorified, amen. So whatever you're asking, amen, whatever you're believing God to do, speak a word of prayer over your seed and watch him do that, amen. God bless you guys.